IIT, where, where we, we get, get high and, and spill we spill tea. tea. <laughs> I'm Philip. This is Felicia. And here we go. Uh, it's Felicia and Philip, not the other way around. Whatever, bitch. Felicia. Hey, Philip. How was your weekend? Oh, my gosh. it's um, It's been eventful. Like, I'm in a big fucking brawl. Oh, really? Right on the home front. Oh, shit. So, you know, and I actually looked this up because I get sick of having this damn fight. Did you know that 37% of couples claim that their number one fight is where to eat or what to eat? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I believe that. I believe that because it's like you start looking at restaurants like, well, I don't know. What do you want? Well, I don't know. What do you want? Mm-hmm. Well, what sounds good to you? Right. But, you know, then there's a big old fight about, well, no, I don't want there. Well, why didn't you say? And I suggested. And then the people are just acting like whatever. And you know what all it is? It's passive aggressive behavior. Most people be fighting about, you know, what, where to eat and what to eat and all this. What color to paint the walls. But they're not really fighting about that shit. They're just pissed off they didn't get a BJ the night before. Oh! That's really what's going on there. Oh, speaking (laughs) of things like that. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I don't think you are wrong. But there, it reminds me of something when, you know, you're you're talking about blowjobs. Speaking of blowjobs, it reminds me of a text from you talking about someone in particular. Oh? I gotta find it. You're being very elusive, Felicia. (laughs) You said, what was that cum-guzzling guy's name I told you I ran into while catering? And he was singing Christmas carols dressed up like Charles Dickens characters? Oh my god. Literally, you text this to me. I can't believe you're on air oh my god okay so anyway so why is that like i'm texting you my friend no but there i think there was a follow-up text there was you want me to pull that one up (laughs) i have the receipts (laughs) we're gonna have to ask the people out there if they can help me out who is this individual who is that cum guzzling whore Dressed up as a Charles Dickens character. Oh my god. And then you go, anyways, I asked that lady, what's that guy's name? And she told me, and I was like, oh yeah, that's it. But now I still don't recall. I just see him and think, yep, he's a cum whore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that wasn't the text that I thought you were going to read, but... You know, like, it was really true. And the whole time I was talking to that woman, because they, the rest of, like, the Charles Dickens game had already left the building. Okay. She comes walking back in, and I said, by the way, I said, oh, my God, thank God you're, you know, um, what is that guy's name? And, she, and I'm like, the gay one. She's like, which one? Well, there's a jolly good fellow with her. Could have been Santa Claus. Oh, God. You know, and I'm thinking, well, no, not him. The other one. And she, she, goes, she goes, oh, it's such and such. But, like, when she was talking to me, she never fucking broke character. Oh, God. I was, like, in the fucking happiest place on earth. Some bullshit. Oh, he was da 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 Oh, bitch, please. I'd rather be at Disneyland. Just tell me what the fuck his name was. I still don't remember. Mm, I'll tell you. Oh, you know it? 
I thought I, I told you in the text message. No. Oh, no, it wasn't the one you said. Oh. I didn't even know he was doing surprise, that. Surprise, Oh, my God. Different cum-guzzling whore. <laughs> I can't believe So, as I was saying, I'm in a big old brawl in okay. my house right now. Well, I think that if you... Go to a burrito place. You should get what they're known for, a burrito. A burrito. If you go to Popeye's Chicken, you get, get the those Popeye's tenders. Chicken. Get it nice and spicy. Get that um, like <laughs> Love Mardi Gras that mustard. chicken from Popeye's. Oh, I wish I had one of those buttery biscuits right <laughs> oh now. Oh, my God. They're going to think we're sponsors or something. They're going to sue us for using that. They're so funny. So, you know, anyway, if you go to... A hamburger place. You're gonna get a hamburger. Right. It's not like you go to like McDonald's asking for like fish and chips. You well, know, they, they got they their have fish, a fillet, fish. But let but, me tell you about McDonald's, which 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 really irritates me, and I don't know if I'm the only person that like views it this way. You know what? I think McDonald's was probably pretty good back in the day, but they tried to be too much to everyone. Why don't they just go back to just making good burgers and making good fries? Because they've got good fries. You know who's got a good burger? Burgers, not so much. You agree. But, but back to the point. Yes. McDonald's tries to do too much. So now it's got McCafe. They don't let just Starbucks do their thing. No, now they've got a Starbucks McCafe crap a shit. They got their burgers. They got their fries. Then they have these red boxes. Now they're trying to put Blockbuster out of business. So did you go to McDonald's today for lunch? No. So, oh, that's the big old brawl. Did you go to Jack in the Box? My husband went to Jack in the Box with our lover. Okay. And they got, and I quote, chicken teriyaki and egg rolls. Uh, excuse me, I wouldn't even eat Panda Express, much less from Jack yeah, in the Box. Jack in the Box, I remember back in the day on 2020, they were serving a lot of salmonella. Oh my there, God. There wasn't a lot of Jack in the Box in Colorado at the is time. Is this verified? Oh yes, I remember. Oh this God. is factual. Like on the news. But now there are more Jack in the Boxes around the Denver metro area. They cook their meat all the way now. They have egg rolls, tacos, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> They were telling me Burger King had tacos too. I don't go to Bur like you don't but go to Burger me... King for Taco Bell. Okay. Th well, this Give week you and I here. will go to Burger King and we'll get the fucking tacos. They're good. And you put that salsa on there. I'm not telling you they're all that. Felicia, when you you're got wrong. the munchies, no, I'm sorry, you're wrong. when you got the munchies, uh, taco from Burger King might be lit. But I won't go to Burger King any other time. I would go to McDonald's over Burger King. But our favorite, you know, is Shake Shack. Oh my god, I love, I love a good shack. shack, shack. Mm. So so good. So yeah, that's the big old fight over here is is chicken teriyaki. And, and what's I'm... on the menu? You know what's on the menu. What's on the what, menu? So they went. That's what's on the menu. You guys are fighting about what's on the menu. Well, I don't know what well, you no, want. Well, no, I mean, well, I guess you if want? you go to Jack in the Box, you get, get like whatever burger the fuck and fries. You want. Like that's what they built their name on. That, you know, whatever. So we're in a big old fight. They're like, oh well, why are you worried about what we're going to eat? We came to this restaurant. And I'm like, they act like they came to this restaurant for me. Listen, I have never been in a jack-in-the-box. I still never have. Okay. I'm not interested in going. That's how I feel about good times. I mean, I've had it, and it's unfortunate, so I just don't go anymore. 
Oh, I do like their burgers. You know I what I love like seeing? I love driving down the street stuff. and seeing a Good Times restaurant closed. Shut down. Oh, it is getting disgusting that. that they're all closing. No, I don't like to see those go out of business. It's no. Good Times. It can go out of business. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Felicia had an outing. And... This whole weekend has been fun. We've been going out. My sister had a show. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Down in, uh, on Broadway. Had a show. Um, the performances were happening. We did our bit. I was hosting and it was lit. It was so much fun. I had my fan. I was clacking it. So after the show, there was another drag show. Oh. We went on at nine o'clock. There was another show after us. We were kicking in the dressing room with all those other queens. Um, Spreading some sisterly love. It was fun. We are rubbing titties together and everything. So, <laughs> no, I have the video, but I couldn't post it on Instagram because it shows too many nipples. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was just about to say we should post it on the Facebook page. Well, after the show, we realized that um, <laughs> my drag mother, she still had dresses up on the stage. And she hangs has them on hangers and kind of hangs them up so there's like a backdrop okay. in, in the bar. And... Um, so I looked, and I was like, yeah, I'll go get them. I hear music playing. I look on the stage. There's nobody on the stage. I don't see a drag queen. I'm like, okay, cool. It's all right. I go. I get on the stage. I'm pulling the dresses, and I feel somebody, like, bumping on me. It's the queen. I interrupted their drag, like, lip sync, and was on stage pulling, like, the dresses off the stage <laughs> in the middle of her song. I was completely oblivious. I was wearing my giant fucking wig. And I was like, oh, sorry. I really don't have peripheral vision. You were pulling like, her props, girl? girl? They, were, they were our props. But, I mean, it was time for us to go. Oh, so, I thought it was for her, her show. Did no. we really hear your dresses? Yes. Oh, well, it was time to go, bitch. Sorry. Yeah, we had to go. I pulled the dresses. Girl, I'm with you. I was like, oops, Sorry. Okay, we're back. Hello, Felice. Oh my gosh. So did you watch RuPaul's Drag Race season two? Or season. sorry, season 14, episode two. Oh yes. So now all the girls have been introduced. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, from the first episode, I really, really, really love Willow Pill. Oh, I do too. Um, I love Willow. Team and Willow. I love Cornbread, but I hope that she's got some more to bring. You know who I really love? her shtick. Alyssa Hunter. Okay. Oh my God, bitch yes. can turn it out. Oh, and on those heels. She was the one that looked like My Fair Lady. No, no, no. She's the one that kind of looks like Alyssa Edwards. And she was jumping in the air, like turning and doing the splits. She was an amazing dancer. Okay. She had big curly hair. Okay. We'll look her up. But what do you think about RuPaul's one-on-one? The one-on-ones. Oh, I'm actually really upset. Oh, you know, I have been a RuPaul fan for many, many, many years. Before RuPaul's Drag Race, this, that, or whatever, I used to write about RuPaul in yes, publications. Yes, I remember you telling me. And I've read them a couple. So so when RuPaul came to Denver, you know, got to meet her, I gave her the articles I'd been writing about her. She signed a whole CD for me, you know, those, whatever. So I had a fan moment. Okay. Let's call it what, call a spade a spade. Nonetheless, 
you know, I, I've always looked up to her as someone that, you know, values diversity and, and you know, never out anybody or whatever. Well, RuPaul's Drag Race this season, Jeff, has a straight drag Contestant, queen. yes. A straight queen. Maddie Morphosis. I actually liked her headless runway look, but... I just kind of feel like in the one-on-one, RuPaul kind of outed that person. Oh, she did. She's like, you're... How do you feel about being the first straight contestant and on everybody's the Drag Race? Jaw everybody's like turning around. That was not for her to do live on camera. Well, she wants those ratings. Is she, well, she wants that yeah, she Emmy. wants those ratings. Who would pay that therapy bill? You know, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, I I, I lost some respect for RuPaul, and um, I don't think that I will really be watching this season. She, turns out, um, I don't know her is going to be guest hosting. An episode this season, and quite frankly, oh J Lo, I'm not interested in watching. Oh, you don't want to? Oh my gosh, I don't know her. Mm. No, I'm busy. Okay, all right. I'm getting munchies. Yes, we need to go get our munchies. So it's time for the munchies. Munchies, yay! So I, um. You're high. I am. I am so high. You had four edibles. I had two. Let's do these munchies. These are like Rice Krispie treats, but with what? So I found this cereal at the store, and it's Wendy's, like Wendy's restaurants, mm -hmm. and it's frosty flavored. Frosty so flavor. Wendy's frosty flavored chocolate cereal, and mm. it's basically like cocoa puffs it's with really good. chocolate marshmallows. Like from like Lucky Charms like consistency. Oh my god! So really I good. made these into cereal bars because I thought they would be good. So it looks like Cocoa Puffs, but it has a different flavor than Cocoa Puffs, and um, they're not full circles. They're actually like little squaresies kind of. Um, I think they're so freaking good. As a Rice Krispie, I don't know how they would taste in milk. What did he say? Oh, don't even try it. Don't even try it. Okay. So, okay. Oh. They're saying that this Wendy's Frosty is kind of like chicken teriyaki and egg rolls at Jack in the Box. Oh, God. No, it is not. Don't even try this, it. This is just a Wendy's cereal. It's by Kellogg's. Right. So they're branding, they're rebranding their flavored Frosty as a cereal, and it's really good. That was what they said. Let me tell you. So we got in a big old fight today over Jack in the Box chicken teriyaki. I was like, I'm coming home. I need to lie down. I was being all dramatic. Mm -hmm. Laid down till four o'clock, got up, and then, you know, here we are. And uh, they're saying that this is just the same. It's not the same. Oh, no. It's, this is its own thing. If Jack in the Box made cereal, it would be called Jack in the Box cereal. This is Wendy's. It's Wendy's cereal. <laughs> They're comparing it to like chicken teriyaki at whatever. Oh, is it that? Why don't they have a burger cereal then? Oh, God. Um, did you know there's a lot of people out there that are butthurt about Adele? Because Adele canceled her Vegas residency. It's going to be rescheduled. But what she did is she did a live video to her fans apologizing. And she was like, my show's 
just not ready. It's not going to be ready. She said with COVID and product like shortages around the world, right. their production is suffering. So she's doing a show at the Coliseum, which is a huge theater they built for Celine Dion. Right. Mariah Carey has a residence there, but a show there is an undertaking. It takes over probably like a staff of 95 people to put on a show like that. Magnitude, constant set piece changes, waterfalls coming out of the ceiling. Like it, it's a big production show. So if you have a team of 95 techs and everyone's getting out with COVID, how are you supposed to do a show like that with only 30 or 40 people? You right. need those other 40 people. There could be a safety thing at hand. But anyway, there are a lot of upset fans about Adele because she did cancel the day before she was supposed to open. She's like, I'm so sorry to my fans. I can't blame her, though. I'm not a, you know, you can't blame that on her. I mean, come on. I I think if... <clears throat> I think I would be disappointed, um, for sure, if I was really looking forward to seeing her. But I think I would still be a fan. You know what I mean? I would still, like... But I'd be upset. I'd be like, fuck. Like, I really wanted that fucking experience to go see that concert. I think it's brilliant. Because her concert tickets sold out in minutes to scalpers and online trolls and everything else. And now all of a sudden, there are thousands of dollars online. And now all these shows are canceled and all these people on the hook for lots of money. Adele's going to cause the next recession, I'm telling you oh, right now. Oh, no. Yep. This is my thought. All That's the things... only thing I'm happy about. Those people are going to get it. But I do feel bad for the people that have traveled there, paid airfare, yeah. hotels, whatever it was, to see these shows and then just, boom, sorry, we're not ready. Now, that was kind of some fuckery. Hmm. I just keep eating this treat. It's crunchy. So we realized that I was, I had my drag queens mixed up from our last segment. I was saying Alyssa Hunter. And it's Jasmine Kennedy that I really liked. Oh, okay. I mean, I didn't want to be talking ill of people, but... Well, you even said, she's like Alyssa, you said Alyssa Hunter was the girl on the runway, the Hello right. Dolly look, and I was like, oh, no, I thought, I was mistaken. I mean, she's fierce, but I love Jasmine Kennedy. I had a... I, I like her look, I don't like her attitude. Her attitude makes her ugly to me, Miss what Alyssa did she Hunter. Do? Oh, Alyssa Hunter, okay. Yeah. I think she's a beautiful, gorgeous queen, very talented. I think her attitude makes her ugly. I don't know. I mean, is that rude? I think that's another problem with RuPaul's Drag Race, honestly, that it brings out so much hate within our own community. I mean, there's a lot of online trolls yeah. going after these queens. But there's a lot of people who think that they know a lot about drag or how to be a drag queen or how to do drag. So what it is is they watch RuPaul on TV. Then they go to see a local performer. And they compare that local person to what they see on TV. And they're like, oh, you're not good. You know what right. I mean? Like there's a difference between someone who's like performing the house down and someone who's just giving you the cliff notes. There's, oh, well, but you either have it or you don't. There's a lot of effort that goes into it. But I would say that common viewers just think, oh, I think I could do that. You know what I'm saying? I like to watch different art and things like that. Like, did I ever tell you about the um, the time that Evie Oddly was doing a, a drag nation? This was before Evie Oddly was Evie Oddly. Yes. She did this painting piece. And it was almost to like a classical beat with like a dubstep, I feel like. And she did this painting piece and it, it was brilliant. 
And after that, I saw her and just how she did. I walked up to her that club that, that night. I was standing with Eric, the old manager. And I said to Evie, I was like, I was like, girl, I said, you are a star. And what do you know? Two years later, she's getting a crown. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> remember when we went to tracks? I think it was Drag Nation. Okay. Pride. It's in June. We were all filling our fantasy. We had VIP service. Our table was right next to the runway. Remember that? Oh, we were right always. next to the stage. It always is. Remember when we were there? I had done that homemade edible. I was so high. The out whiskey of my eyes. No, no, no. This is the one we received from our other friend. They were like brownies. Oh, homemade brownies. Lord. And she kept passing me brownies. And I would, I swear each, like every two bites was like a hundred milligrams. Like it was Potent. very strong. So anyway, we were there with her fans. Mm-hmm. Our Blanche Devereaux fans. Yes. Queen. Clack, clack, clacking it up, clacking it up. There was some really good queens, but remember when there was one point in the show, we were all just like talking to each other or like, and like the people around us, we weren't even watching the drag queen on stage and she like came over and like was in our direction on the stage. Remember this? Yes. But I felt that like, I mean, I was giving my proper respect, but I mean, yeah, I, yeah. it was At a that point in time, uncomfortable performance. Maybe that's what she intended. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, we love you, Denver Queens. Didn't I tell you how I saw The Wizard of Oz over the weekend? Did I tell you? You told me, yes. Okay, I mentioned The Wizard of Oz. So I went and saw it. During the production, there was a lot of fog. And um, the fog would happen, and there'd be so much of it, it wouldn't, like, dispense or, like, disperse quick enough or, like, dissolve, like, evaporate. And you couldn't see the actors standing there. And they'd be talking. And <laughs> it happened a couple times in the show. And I'm like, if you're going to have that much fog, why don't you have the actors move in the other way? If you're on stage left, move to stage right. You know what I'm saying? So like right. the audience can see you. But there was a lot of fog. So during the show, the Wicked Witch of the West is talking. It's the point, you know, where Dorothy has the bucket. She's getting ready to put her out. We're like, dang. My friend, she was like, I wonder how she's going to die. And I looked at her, I go, fog. (laughs) I was like, they're just going to have a bunch of fog. Right. She's going to go away. But actually how it happened is she climbed up on like four feet of steps. And then there was, you could see there was painted bricks. And it was next to her crystal ball. So it was like this whole little set piece. They had a hydraulic. And she went down really slow. Oh, okay. And then it's like, oh, okay, she finally died. <sighs> finally. Yes. Remember when I dated Bleep? Oh, yes. You had asked me about him a while back, and actually we were talking about exes on our last episode. Right. All right, so at the time, I was seeing this new guy, and he was the first person like to be with after like getting divorced, apparently. So we go out this night and like we start drinking wine at his place. I think we went out for like a drink, but like we were smoking outside, playing music. We had a nice evening. He takes me back to his place and we are going at it like wild cats, like wild, sexy cats. 
Panthers on <laughs> his leather couch in his living room. In his living room, so two, very of the, queer focus two of the walls, like the exterior walls, are to the street. He was on the first floor corner apartment facing a park. There's a lot of foot traffic. So anyway, I'm on top of him, straddling him. We're going at it. His playing piano is playing romantic music. Um, My Heart Will Go On, you know, by Celine Dion. Um, You're living your fantasy. by girl. Faith. Oh, yeah. And then we just made love all night long. Fabulous night of romance. But I, I turn around when we're on the couch. This is the only reason why we were in the bedroom, because somebody was watching. What in the hell? Yes, I told you we were on the first floor. I look over my shoulder. I saw somebody outside walking their dog. So, I mean... Yeah, they were. Then we eventually got down in the bedroom. So, the next morning, I, like, wake up. I have to go to a show that I was in production with. So, I'm at the stage, backstage area. He texts me. He's like, my roommate knows something about... My roommate told me something about you this morning. I'm like, what? Like, what does your roommate know about me? Like, I don't know who that person is. They're telling you lies. I don't know. What you're really talking about. Let me about. defend myself. That's what I thought process. Because I like he was a stranger to me. So he texts me back and he goes, apparently last night you woke up, walked out of the bedroom completely butt naked, went into the kitchen and proceeded to pee in the kitchen drawer. No, girl. Yes. So here now I just ruined my night of romance because apparently I pissed in this man's drawer. <laughs> So unsanitary. Oh my God. But we, I drank so much that it was like basically clear. And uh, let me tell you that morning. What matters? We were both standing in the kitchen saying goodbye. And he's like, what's this wet stuff all over the Oh floor? no. <laughs> so I knew it actually happened. <laughs> I was completely blacked out. But at least he thought it was funny. Um, he was like, I actually did that in a closet. Yes. I would oh. be pretty mortified, too, if it was a dresser or a drawer. That would be bad. But apparently he had done it in a closet. So we just kind of laughed it off. And then I, that's how I got the nickname Drawer Pisser. Well, do you want more Philip and Felicia? You know you do. <laughs> they can catch us on SoundCloud and Spotify. Oh, I love Spotify. Ooh. We're also on Facebook at, at High TCast. Bye, girls. Ciao. This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com.